Had to wake up and think like a villain, huh? Now my whole thought process different. Wake up and think about a million. Sometimes I don't talk, I just listen. Can't never be nothing I ain't missing. Some shit you just learn on your own. I told myself, how did I go to prison? They want us to be all Welcome alone. back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode. Yep, small seed sexy edition. Sexy edition? Yeah, because I'm shirtless. Shane's here without a shirt on. It's hot tonight. Trying to seduce me. That's not... Is it working? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Guess we're not getting divorced. <laughs> we didn't get our uh, Friday, our scheduled Friday. The night's still young. Oh. Not by the time we're done <laughs> podcasting, it won't be. Yes, as... Uh, I am a creature of habit and routine, and I like to do everything on the same day of the week, <laughs> including that. Could be any time of the day, just that the same day. on Fridays. <laughs> you were which like is, that which in, is the problem. You were like that in uh, Yeah, Sex Calgary. Saturday. It was my one day where I could disconnect more from, from the place, and then uh, it's my free day. You know? oh, that's funny. I know. You've always been like that. This is the problem when we start having, if we start having it more regularly. Then I just was like, oh, okay, this is the new thing. Every other day. You are like that. Every three days. Twice a day. Whatever. I just like to do the same thing all the time. All right, guys. Twice a day? We haven't done that since we were like freaking. You said it. I didn't say it. You were just, that was just a phase we were going through. I was like, this is getting crazy. That's not true. (laughs) Yes, it It happened like once. (laughs) like almost three days almost three days in a row listen everyone's jealous <laughs> i was like okay are we freaking in our honeymoon phase again <laughs> i mean i'm not bad but oof, we don't have all day. that's this new big old body i got i know you got I'll eating more food you have more energy what do you want me to say juicy body juicy juicy all right well what's up how's life oh. we're, we're in day one of detoxing opal <laughs> So far, so good. Yeah. I mean, she's also she's like been me. good. Huh? I think she's also very much like me. Whatever yeah. you make, breaking the normal is really hard, but create like adapting to the new normal after is easy. Yeah. We're actually in the middle of transitioning up into a lot of things right now, and so far she's handling them pretty well. Yeah. She's tough. She's in the middle of potty training, number two. Yeah, doo doo training. Doo doo training. Which she's is, been potty trained for a long time. She's been pee potty trained for yeah, yeah like long time. over a year, like a very long oh, time. Wow. Yeah, maybe yeah. two years. Over definitely at least over a year for sure, if not more. But um definitely over a year actually. But it was twenty twenty. just not been yeah. When she was doing it. Because she went doo doo on the potty in twenty twenty. I know. That summer. Yeah. Outside. Yeah, and then she ate and then she pooped out there and suddenly ate it, remember? Oh no. <laughs> What are you doing? Steamy and creamy. <laughs> Sunny just ate it. Was trying to protect Opals from her embarrassment. No. And he looked so the, sad he did it. I can't help myself. Oh, Sunny. The only way, the only way I knew he ate it. I forgot that that happened. The only way I knew he ate it is Opal rolled the entire roll of toilet paper out to the garage. Obviously wiped herself or tried to do something in the garage, then took the doo-doo part of the toilet paper and brought it back in the house, but, like, the whole roll was unrolled. I wonder if one of those experiences, she had, like, a traumatic experience, and then... Like, from pooping outside? I don't know. Like, maybe, like, we reacted too crazy or harshly or laughed. 
And now she like doesn't oh, want to poop. I was definitely crying laughing. I was maybe, crying yeah. laughing when I looked right at Sunny. Couldn't find the poop. I was like, right maybe, maybe that made her, made her not want to ever poop. Or not yeah. in the diaper again. But she didn't. She pooped on the ground. She didn't poop in the toilet. No, she I know. She pooped on the ground. The garage. That was the only time she's also ever done that. Anyway. Nala, get out of here. Yeah. Featuring Nala. She's been super clingy lately, guys. So. I know. You might, oh, we you need might hear some sucking. Her nails. All right, well, we're not going to do her I know. But we need to. We cannot forget. Seriously, we cannot forget. All right, what are we talking about today? Well, you chose it. Certainty in uncertain times. Yeah, I'm very curious how this going. Well, not how it's going to go, but where it's going to flow. Well, I was just saying, there's like two ways it could go. I feel like there's lots of ways it could yeah. go. Yeah. What's your take on when I said that? What was the first thing that popped into your mind? I didn't. That's why I asked you. And then you started talking about essentially when. Well, your first example is when the economy is the most unstable, the, the next, right, yes, which is the next industry leaders emerge, yes. or the next greatest in- innovations emerge. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then you pivoted to uh, when you're unsure if you're going to be able to eat the next day, uh, have food storage. Yeah. Well, no, I was talking about like- You're talking about growing food, yeah, yeah. but I would have been like- well, that was just, just one example. You of went being straight like, prep if, mode. If you're uncertain, like, what was that? Uh, ovens in the... Um, oh, jeez. I'm meal prepping right now, guys. I got tofu on deck. Did you hear it go off? No. Okay. Yeah. Well, the other thing I was thinking is just... Well, I was just having a conversation with someone about them just like... They were like, I just woke up like super like stressed and anxious just about the uncertainty of everything. And I'm just like... Be, like that is energy that is wasted because if you you need you shouldn't focus on like the uncertainty of the world you should focus on what you can control like you can't control everything so you should focus on what you can control because that is one thing that like you can make sure is certain like you can make sure it's certain that your family has food in these like times where there's like possible food shor- well or- there is there is food shortages right now so what can you do to make sure that if it gets worse, you have, like, food for your family or yourself, you know? Like, okay, bulk foods. Like, go buy, go have a bunch of, like, food in storage or whatever. Like, dried goods and things like that. But also, like, do you have space to grow a garden? Like, is there... Could you get seeds and start growing right now? Like, even if you live in an apartment, you don't need... You don't need outdoor area to grow. Get pots. Put them in windows in your apartment. Like, you don't Lots need... Lots of people grow marijuana in, pot, in apartments. <laughs> exactly. Lots of people like, are grow rooms. If you have plants in an apartment, you can grow anything in an apartment. Like, it's you can grow food in an apartment if you have plants in an apartment. It's yeah. just the same thing. That was just, like, one example I was thinking about as yeah. far as, like, certainty. I, w- I think uh, people who... For <laughs> people who are high-stress high anxiety, high worry. Uh, they always want to blame external things, but it never is. If you're a person and you wake up overwhelmed, it's it's because you feel uh, incapable. Sorry, my alarm just went off. Got to hit my timer. Um, if you feel overwhelmed, it's not that you're overwhelmed with the world. You're overwhelmed with your ability to overcome the world. Like so, process what's... No. oh so they're processing what's happened. They're like, oh, snap. This this could collapse. This could be a real threat. This is what's going on. But what they're really worried about is, what am I going to do when if these things happen? happen? Yeah, yeah, 
they're not worried about these things. They are worried, but they're they're not they're 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 not addressing the real problem. The real problem is you believe you're incapable of surviving under these conditions. So the best way to get ready for them is not to hyper focus on them. Say, hey, this is a real possibility. I need to be equipped. Yeah. This is a real possibility. I need to be equipped. Instead, m- most people, the vast majority of people, when there is still certainty in the world, don't do that. They hyper focus on the external and never equip the internal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, if you're literally worried that we're going to have an economic collapse, one, the very first thing you need to start doing is get fit because your ass is going to need to run, hide, Climb in an economic. Why in an economic? Like, like when there's mean? scarcity, when there's food scarcity, when there's food scarcity, people go crazy. Oh, you know, I'm just saying the number one thing you can do is get fit. Yeah, yeah. right. The number one thing you do is have the ability to run away. To take care of yourself. The yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. you do, yeah, to be like healthy, that's like the number one thing you could do, and that'll relieve so much of your stress anyway. And you tend to find people who are really uh, overwhelmed happen to be unhealthy. You know, that's the first thing you do to get in order. And then the second is, okay, I'm physically equipped. Can I defend myself? Yeah. Can I defend my home? Do I need weapons? You know? Can I handle a weapon? Yeah. Those type of things. And then it would be, the, and then the second the second notion is, okay, if there's going to be no food, what can I do? I'm going to, okay, I'm going to buy a bunch of dried food. That'll, that'll, that'll cover me when I need it. And then I'm going to learn how to create my own food. Mm-hmm. Whether it's gardening or, like or if you're a meat or- eater. You can learn how to hunt. You can yeah. learn how to shoot a bow and arrow. Yeah. You know? Like things like that. How do I skin something? Yeah. How do I gut it? Like things like that. Like I think what they're... they're they always the, think about the, the external. Like body of water? Right, yeah. Fish? Do you have life straws? Yeah. Do you have something that will filter our water, water? Which most people don't. Yeah. You can't just go to a stream and drink. You'll ask going to get sick. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, some bacteria. But this is like... Usually yeah. when people are like, I'm stressed. And they're like, because this, this, and this. And I'm like, I'm like, No. That's not why you're stressed. You're blaming your stress on external things. You're not. Something inside is going on. And it's because you know you're not capable of doing these things. Well, that's what I was saying. I think it's the almost like the blame of the uncertainty. But there's no point in wasting the energy on the uncertainty. Because what is certain is what you can control. Right. Be prepared. So, yeah. Exactly. Like, in a situation, like, especially in these uncertain times, like, all of the things that are happening, like... I mean, I think we're we're kind of seeing like these hints of what's are going what is going to come down the line very early on. I mean, like years in advance. Like we've been prepared for food shortages for two years now. We, me and you. That's have. because I'm a genius. Well, also these have been the possibility yeah, of there. these have sure. been there for at least two years now, and I know people who have been preppers for much longer, you know, than just two years. Like, these people are like, I've been prepared because I've watched our economy go up and down. I've watched, like, the the fluctuation of things go up and down, and I've, like, personally been, you know, whatever you'll call it, down the rabbit hole or whatever for this amount of time. They've been prepared for 10 years. Well, we've been, at the very least, for two years now, they've been, we've been seeing the possibility I mean, the grocery stores alone when COVID happened, they were, like, completely empty. Or limiting that what you could have. Or, yeah, being, like, yeah. you could only buy two. Or saying you can't drive on the roads. You can't drive on Yeah, the like, road. we're closing everything down. Like, you're not allowed to leave your house. You oh, know? Shoot, I forgot they did that. Like, yeah, you had to have, like, a pass or something, right? Yeah, if you got exactly. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
we were yeah, we were in the food company. Weird. They gave us workers slips, I passes, that whatever. That was really I weird. don't forget anything. So. No, I like totally forgot that that happened. But yeah, I'm like, what are you gonna do? They yeah. want you to starve. So exactly. So I know once and and we always buy a lot of food when we go to the store. Like we, I never used to be like this until I met Shane and married Shane. But he's like always wants to have multiples. Like I would be the I like type to be of, I'd be the type of person to be like, I have one tomato sauce and when that tomato sauce starts getting low, I'll go to the store and get another one. But he's like, have four in the closet and when you're on the second to last one, go get four more. Yeah. When you open <laughs> the one before the reserve, exactly, you exactly. buy it. So let's say you have three. You use one. As soon as you pop open number two, you go buy two more. <laughs> number three becomes number one and this is the rotation. That way you never, ever run out of anything. But yeah. I'm a very prepared person. No, I know. That's You're... how I like to function. What I like, I like, and I always like to have it. I'll buy 12 deodorants of the same thing. No, I don't actually I use deodorant anymore, so. Yeah, you But things of that nature. Toothbrush, yeah. I'll buy a 20-pack toothbrush. You do. My, yeah. my t-shirts, parents, if I really like a t-shirt, I'll just buy us. like 50 t-shirts of the same t-shirt because I love it. Yeah, my mom is always laughing because Shane always has like, She'll always just find, like, oh, of course you guys have, like, 14 of whatever these are. Like, you couldn't have just bought one. I'm like, yeah, because the deal was on 14. Also, it's, we're always going to have like more. It. Or in case it breaks, in case we lose It's not just it. a deal if it's practical. I'm a very realistic, practical You also person. do do things for deals, though. For like, sure. Be like, if I use it. You're like, I'm not going to spend X amount of dollars to get two when I could spend, like, five right. more Some people just like five. a deal. No, yeah, yeah. I like a deal when it makes sense. You know, some people literally just will get a deal for a deal. They're like, why'd you get this? I'm like, I don't know. I got it for it's half off. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we don't use this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they feel like a victory. That's not me. <laughs> when something I have goes on sale, I'm like, buy an buy entire it. year's yeah. worth. Remember when your birth, your your prenatal pills? And I was like, get still, 10 months of them. I still am on them. I'm still on them. Yeah, aren't you yeah. happy that we paid? It was like $30 off a bottle. I like, off good. six or eight bottles. I know. That was yeah. good. I'm like, we got like, as, no, we got like. Maybe get all of them. Yeah. I mean, why? Why not? You're gonna use them. I know that was the thing. That's how you. That's how you. Uh, it just got makes. Me to it just makes it. sense. Me just like dropping that much money. I'm like that is ridiculous. We're gonna drop more money over the year. Dollars. I know. It's been going longer than a year. Anytime I see a twenty-five and above deal on something I used regularly, four six bottles. Going in. Yeah. Doesn't matter the price of it, as long as we can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But if it's gonna be something you're using anyways, yeah. Like my pre-workout was just Bogo for fifty percent off, and I was like, get four of them. Yeah. You know, I'm like why not? Oh, that's twenty five percent off. That's yeah, basically exactly. that's, it's exactly twenty five percent off. Yes, but it's funny how you get being, they, they get you with marketing. I know. If I don't give them fifty percent off, but you do not have to do it, just twenty five percent off. <laughs> well, they don't say that because I want people to buy one, two, but also you know whatever. Anyway, sorry. Deviation. Yes. This yes. However. Being able to control what you can control makes the uncertainty feel more certain, I think. Makes you feel more secure and safe. And it's the only way to feel secure. Yes. Like, I am heavily neurotic. I think about everything possibly that can go wrong. And because I do that, I avoid it going wrong. Or like, prepared if it does. Right. But yes, yes, yes. Usually I can prevent anything from happening. Yeah. You know? I believe I am preventing it. Mm -hmm. And then if, if it does happen, I am prepared for it to happen. Yes. And therefore can bounce back faster. Mm -hmm. Most people are neurotic and they stay neurotic and they do nothing. I'm like, you're wasting your gift. 
<laughs> your neuroticism. Right. Your gift is to is to see everything that possibly could go wrong and prevent and prepare. Like you're a protector. That's your job when you're neurotic. And you don't. You fall to your neuroticism and just use that as an excuse to be a fucking crazy lunatic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like instead of worrying, work. Yeah. And if, if something's bothering you, steer away from it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I see something and I'm like, oh, this is this could possibly happen. I correct it real fast. You know? Or our rail. Opal's rail. We have an open rail that right outside of Opal's bed. When I carry her, I switch my arms because I'm like, it's a possibility that she could fall if she's in my left arm. So I switch to my right arm every single time. But most people would be like, you could fall Stressed off out. the rail. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to pick you up, you know, yeah. or just like heavily worried. I'm like, well, if I switch to my right arm, the odds are very minimal because you have to go through me. Yeah. yeah. You know? But just like simple things like, like, like any rail, of that, like, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but like things, things of that nature. I think neuroticism is a great gift. I think people yeah, are just weak. Crazy. People are just weak. I, I don't think people know how to channel it into a positive way. You know, yeah. I think every time it, instead oh, of it's, it's almost overwhelming. Right. I mean, I'm not neurotic, so am I? I don't think no, I am at all. No, you're blissfully ignorant. <laughs> I'm like, wait, am I say I, that's I one of your best traits. I don't think I am at it's all. Also, I I hate everything you do. <laughs> but I usually I usually I usually look at if I if I worry, I need to work. So worry equates to work. Yes. You know. I was going to say, maybe for some people, being like that neurotic is overwhelming. That's because they're not, yeah, I Because agree. they haven't, like, if I didn't channel it is what right. I'm saying. If I didn't act, I'm, if I didn't act positively to my neuroticism, it would be overwhelming. Everything would be terrible. I'd be worried about everything like, yeah. because I'm not fixing what I think is wrong. Yeah. This is why I think with, like, highly emotional people, if you're in tuned and something in society hurts you, it is, it is intentionally channeling that pain inside of you to go fix it and then people don't go fix it and therefore they suffer more in pain and this is the problem it's because they're not acting on what they're gifted yes you know you are called to go correct that problem and because you're not fulfilling your calling you're actually suffering yeah like you know? there's more pain on your shoulders. right that's how like i feel it is absorbing with... more correct the... that's yeah. what i feel it is in neuroticism i am designed to protect everything and if i'm not being a protector i am suffering Yes. No. Anyway. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I mean, I think that everybody has their gift. Gifts. Their, I have multiple gifts. Yeah, gift or gifts. I'm practically a god. Of wow, Jesus help us. <laughs> he did. I'm here. <laughs> he sent me. Did he? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Someone did. I don't know if it was Jesus. <laughs> Could have been the guy below or the guy above. Well, we're the guy still, below is still, actually we're still, surface. So we're still waiting to find out. One day we'll know. It's true. Maybe, maybe I'm uh, what's that called? Uh, defector. Maybe I came from below and decided I was like, oh wait, humanity needs helping. I can't contribute to its downfall, and that's why I'm a mix of weird energy. <laughs> that's why you have a lot of dark energy, but you maybe, can channel it into maybe light. Maybe I'm energy. a fallen angel who decided to resurrect. Oh. But stay on Earth because heaven sucks because God's a authoritarian dictator. What? That's why the that's why the fallen angels left because they didn't like that he was the Almighty One Power that made all the rules. Oh, that's like the theory behind the story of you know of the devil of the devil and his and how angels his fought, army. which is pretty interesting. Anyway, let's not talk about this. <laughs> like, wait. I just find it interesting that angels in heaven with this God that we all. Uh, revere fought 
because they didn't want him to be God. I just think that's one. I think that's a very interesting story, and people should think about that. Yes. Yeah. People anyway. should think about. That. I do. I I think about it all the time. I think if you don't question God, you don't believe in God. Yeah, I think that that's part of believing. For sure, but I think most people don't question God. Well, I think maybe they would not admit that they don't question God, but I think they do question God. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe. I think that that's just part of hum- being a human on Earth. I but, think this is part of being, like, on Earth. But it's not even human. Yeah. Angels <laughs> did it. Spiritual beings who lived in heaven with God. That's what I'm saying. We question it because we don't. We don't see no, it. Like, yeah. that's what we say. Like, you know, like, we don't actually know. It's just a belief. Yeah. Angels lived in heaven with God and still decided to go to war to dethrone him. Yeah. Which is pretty but interesting. Because, because of wanting power. Of, of course. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, so that's I understand. Not, so that's not interesting. That makes... That, that's, I just think it is interesting. Sense. I think that makes sense that people are... Not people, but I guess even like angels or whatever are jealous of mm. of a being having all the power. Yeah, I agree. I still think but it's yeah, interesting. This isn't, huh? I still think it's well, interesting. Well, it's saying a lesson of of religion. <laughs> <laughs> Theology? Yeah. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> we don't talk about it on the podcast, though, because I have very interesting beliefs. Yes. But I don't even know where this Back is. Back to being certain on certain times. Yeah. So, this, so you actually want this, this conversation stemmed from, you're talking to a person who woke up extremely anxious, which is most of the world because they're no, unhealthy. No, that's actually not what I was, this is just, that was like a, that was like a, a, a stem off of oh. what I was thinking about. What I was originally thinking, this was going to be, a, that I was originally thinking about is like just seeing everything that's happening now and like we're about to go into like, are we already in a recession? I mean, it depends who you listen to. All right. Well, we're about to go into another recession if we're not already in one. Maybe even the Great Depression 2.0, number two. Like, or, I mean, I feel like that's where we're headed. The Great Recession. The Great Recession. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, guys. Recession. Sorry. And I was just thinking about about how like really only the great people will come out of this like really only the great businesses will come out of this and like that's happening oh wait really only and like the exciting part about all this happening is i can't wait to see all of the like innovative ideas and people that come out of this like i'm like slightly excited to see like what's the next 10 years gonna look like because after like after all of this quote unquote uncertainty we go through all of it after we start like getting our our like grounds again with like our the economy and everything like there's gonna be so many new new businesses that surface like when you think about like the ubers the like apple like all these businesses they weren't even um like airbnb like these businesses weren't even a thing and now we can't imagine our life without them like literally like they Advanced were not, like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's insane. But all of those people came, all of those businesses, besides Apple, obviously, but all of those businesses came out of, oh, no, wait, did Apple come around? When did Apple come out? Like, 2001? 90s. Oh, okay, just Late kidding. 90s. But, but when, when Apple, market, when Apple like, won, I believe, was during the recession because they capitalized on, essentially, if I'm not mistaken, they kind of just lowballed they lowballed the market yeah. so they came in and were like because a lot of back a lot of backhanded deals so maybe your price tag didn't change 
like for us, mm-hmm. but what they gave for stores did. So stores had more incentive to push Apple right. products. Yeah. 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 And they did that during the recession because like when people need money, they do, you know, they do different things. Yes. Yeah. So, but I was like, I'm just, I was thinking about how all of like the really great entrepreneurs and just great leaders, great, great people come out of these type of uncertain times. I mean, most of them. And I would say it's because they're certain in these uncertain times. They can look at it and not see it as uncertainty, but they can see it as a bigger picture of, okay, this is what we're going through right now. Now, how can I basically like overcome? Like, how can I be a leader in this place? You know, Mm -hmm. like what are my ideas that are actually going to alleviate and make things better? Or what's this business that's going to make sure that if something like this happens again, it's actually better, you know? Yeah. I think uncertainty is actually just <laughs> opportunity. Yes. For people who want it. But this but this is true for all winners. All like champions, all people who have a desire to win who end up on top. When there's a fire, they're the ones who act calm and, and assess it. You know, when the pressure is on, they're the one who wants the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, when when it comes to sports. You know, when when everyone's freaking out and panicking, they're the one leader is like, go left, go right, you go backwards. We're gonna we're gonna solve this problem. But that's what a real entrepreneur spirit is. You know, and that's what they do. That's what most people don't do. (laughs) It's yeah, so I'm just like I'm excited to see everything that's gonna happen. I was just thinking about small seed and all this that's like happening again. And I'm like, I I mean I said it two years ago. I feel like well, I was also going to say, I feel like through what we just went through t- in the last two years, I feel like we've really found like a place of like, okay, if something like these situations ever happen again, we now know, like we now have basically like this plan put in place of like, how are we going to act? How are we going to react? You know what I mean? So respond. How are we going to, yeah. Like, how are we going, what are we going to do when X happens? What are we right. going to do when X happens? Because we've already kind of gone through it. And by going through it, we've even looked at a greater picture Christian just saying he's neurotic and being like, okay, what if this went even a step further? What if that went a step further? What would that look like for small seed? How would small seed continue to carry on? Like, what would we do? And we're, we're already in the, that place of being prepared. You know, so. Yeah, told you neuroticism's a gift. I know. I was going to say, I remember, two. I mean, two years ago when everything in 2020 happened, I said every business that survives this is going to be the next biz, like big business. Now, I mean, when I say big business, I don't. I'm not talking about like Coca-Cola, Hershey, Disney. I'm talking about like the people from 08 that became big that are like the major influencers of entrepreneurship impactful. now. Yes. You know, I'd say the most impactful. Business. Impactful, yeah. Like we, those companies will be the next like 500 million billion dollars in 10, 12, 15 years from right now. Yes. Everyone who everyone who was here before, right before 2020. Or maybe even started in 2020 to now and survives and goes on for the next 10 to 15 years. Yeah. They're all going to be up it's there. It's going to. Yeah. That's why the same thing happened in 08. And yeah, that's, that's why, what like, I mean. Like in the next 10 years, it's going to be really interesting to see what the field looks like as far as like business and, you know, yeah, what business even looks like. Like if, if we economically like can't keep like stores open and things like that open like okay is everything just going to go online like is that going to be the new business model like are people going to stop shopping at like brick and mortar you know what i mean like things like that like are are 
because restaurants, like, I mean, at least around where we live, literally every restaurant is looking to hire. Like, everywhere is looking to hire every position. Right. Like, our, our restaurant is about to be a thing of the past. Like, our kids are our, our kids not about to know what Not because people are. don't want to, but not because people don't want to go there. It's because people don't want to work, work there. there. Yeah. Right. I think, I think what's going to happen is restaurants are going to start being way more automated. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. You know, but people always want to go, going to a restaurant's a luxurious experience. experience. It's luxury. You can go, someone cooks, someone waits on you. It's a thing of, it's acting like you're royalty. This is why they (laughs) imitate it. No, it just really is. You, you, you go somewhere, you tell a servant, they're literally your server. You tell a servant, Hey, I want this, this, and this. Go tell the person in the back to make this for me. Mm -hmm. They make it, they come back. This isn't good enough. Fix it. Then they can come back. Thank you. Now do my dishes. It's, yeah. they're royal. it's like people go out to feel like they're royalty. Yeah. Even if they don't understand that's the psychology behind it, that's why it is what it is and that's why it's created. And that's why people like going out to eat. Yeah. They are yeah, they want to feel better about themselves. It's also, you know, nice to be able to get food that you probably wouldn't be able to make. I mean, like I when you go to a nice that. restaurant or even like an ethnic or whatever it is, it's like, okay, I wouldn't normally make this at my house. So it's nice to get food that you wouldn't normally have. Right. I agree. We never eat out. Because food is... out. Yes. <laughs> Eating out is terrible food. Shane gets sick every time, so we because never eat out. it's not good for you. But... It's enriched with oils and chemicals and... Who knows what else? Spit and sweat and ew, blood. Ew. I can never... Dirty s- dishes that people don't clean. Ew, I can never see who's making my food. I... It's kind of nice that at this, that all of this happened because right before <laughs> right before 2020, I was like going through this weird phase of like I just every single time I would go out to eat, I'd just be thinking about I wonder what the person in the back who made my food looks like, and then I would just not be able to enjoy my food because I would just be so focused on like what if there's like some sweaty person in the back like wiping his sweat and like a sweat drop just got into my food and then yeah i just could not enjoy my food so i mean it's it rare you meet time. actually healthy people in the restaurant trust me i've worked people. in kitchens know, and i've seen the chefs i've ran kitchens so. yikes it's gross yeah it's gross stuff and like yeah and some of the people just don't care to clean. Ooh, no 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 <laughs> that's why i don't eat out well, yeah. I, li- I do like kitchens that you can see into the back of and they like have to be clean and nice and then therefore they hire people who are like I mean that's what we're gonna do when we opened our restaurant yeah. full full open like fully open layout like usually like the it chefs puts the look pressure, all disheveled you know? and like they're yeah. like yelling and like <laughs> yeah so but but yeah I think like I'm excited to see that's actually what this stemmed from from me thinking about that like I'm just like oh it's like be certain at certain times when yeah, when like, you first said that and the and like your first example I was like oh. It's about being like, hey, I've been, I've wanted I've wanted to do this, I've been wanting to do this. Oh, but you know, the economy's bad, money's hyperinflation's crazy. I don't know if it's a good time to start a business. And I'm like, it's the best time because everyone else is not doing it. Yes. Like you're right now, it's the lowest level of competition. Everyone's pulling back. Everyone's pulling ads. Everyone's conserving their money. No one wants to get jump in the pool and get in the new game. Now is the time because they're like, it used to be hundreds of people you'd compete with. Now it might be five. Yeah. It's like maybe four. It's like shuffling out the weaklings. Right. The weak links. Yeah. This is why like, so be certain of yourself and what you want to do in the uncertain time and you will very likely prevail unless you're just an idiot. Yes. Also. It's also like the time right now, like with inflation and everything going crazy, like get into more debt. Like who, you know what I mean? Like at this point, like, like, yeah. 
because debt was the only thing that created that made more money in the last two years. <laughs> like, like if you got if you got into debt two years ago, it's actually half the debt of what it was because yeah. of inflation. Because forty yeah. percent of your money is now every dollar you had in your savings went to sixty cents. So now, it's and so, but if you had thirty thousand dollars in debt, it's now twenty two thousand dollars technically because of inflation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes, and that's why I'm like, but also like. Actually, like, owning things are really the only... It's the only way like, to combat yeah, it. Yeah, like, the only way to... Sure. Exactly, because like I'm all, like, your all, money Everyone does, knows all used cars went up almost 50% in value. Yeah, because like, your money does, isn't... Like you're saying, your money is not actually... Your money is losing value. It's not real. Your paper money is losing right. value. Your, your digital money. Your savings money is losing value. Digital, but too. But what's... Did, like, Bitcoin? No, digital. Oh. Your bank account's not That's real what I'm money. Talking about. It's digital. That's what I'm saying. You know? Like, your... Yes. And so, I think, actually, but the thing that will always have a worth is something physical, right? Like, something tangible. Like my 200 lighters? Yeah, 200 lighters, or, like, buy a building, like, do something with your money, like, buy your car, you know, like, things that you can actually... Yeah, don't lease it or rent it, buy it. buy it. Go into actual debt. Exactly. Like, things that you can have that are tangible are going to be worth money. Yeah. Or are, or, and they're, they're or like the only things actually maturing money. in money because, like, I mean, everyone knows. So, like, the stocks are down horrendously. All all cryptocurrencies are down horrendously because inflation kills stocks. But when you have physical property of any sort, doesn't have to be a house. It could be anything you own. Always goes up. This table is probably now worth fifty dollars more. Like our couch is now worth double what it was. Because of, like, that's the only thing that actually matures when you hit inflation. Yes. You know? And it's really worth the same price. You're just getting the equal amount on the other end. Yes. Versus, like, if you cashed out on your bank account, your savings account, or a stock, you're actually getting less, less. than what, you, exactly. what you've actually put in originally. Yes. You know, when, you're, when you think of money as trading time for energy later. Like, that's what money is, right? I work... I work today to save $10 so I can spend $10 worth of my energy yes. in the future. Yes. But if I worked yesterday for $10 and I wanted to spend it next week, I'm actually only getting paid $8 yes. for my yes. $10 yesterday. That's what that's what currency is. Yes, yes, you yes. Know? And, you know, everyone's getting robbed right now. Yes. So have physical things. Or food. I think about food. Our a bag of oats was $35, $38 a year ago. Sixty bucks. Yeah, which is. I'm just saying. But if you had if you had fifty bags of oats, you now just went up. You know, whatever that is, two thousand dollars, two hundred dollars. Insane. I don't know. Can't think right now. Two hundred dollars. Sorry. No, I yeah. That's why I'm like, and that and that is a certain. That's being certain. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, sorry, this was kind of all over the place. It was pretty interesting, because I was curious what you were going to go with it. I do think... My mind was going, like, two separate ways. It's like, okay, the certainty of, like... Like, I was originally thinking about, oh, like, businesses and, like, you know, where where that's... What that's going to look like in 10 years from right now, or when the actual collapse happens. Like, what what businesses, what innovations, what ideas, like, what new great leaders are going to come out of that? And then, on the flip side of that, it was like, I was talking, I was talking with a friend about like, and she was saying she just like woke up really anxious basically about like feeling the weight of like all of the uncertainty of the world. And I'm just like, the only thing that you can be certain about is what you can control. 
And that is feeling certain in uncertain times. Yeah. Because I'm not stressed about these uncertain times. I am like, okay, the world is going crazy. Like, all these things are happening. However, I actually can't do anything. But what I can do is, like, look at what I can actually physically, like, reach and touch, right? So, like, that's what I should control. And that's what I should make certain. For sure. I think it's good to have, uh, be in touch with what's going on externally. So you can prepare internally. Yes. And I don't mean like just like outside your body, inside your mind, which is also important. I'm talking like outside your outside your house and your community and the world to inside of your house. Yes. You know, I think both of these things, whether it's the entrepreneur who is going to make the next Fortune 500 company or the person who wants to protect your family, I think both of them have the underlying current of you have to believe in yourself. And the only way to believe in yourself is to become capable, which I think everyone just happens to miss. Because if you believe in yourself and you're not capable, you're delusional. <laughs> it's just true. Like, you're, you're, you're arrogant instead of confident. Yeah. Confident is knowing you can do what you need to do. Arrogant is believing that you just can. Believing you can when you're... When you can. can't. Right. Yeah. When you haven't. Yeah. You know? That's a, that's a huge difference. And I think most people are either crumbling in fear or arrogantly stupid yeah no but the best thing to do is just become capable Mm -hmm. and then you'll be confident and then you your worry will dissolve yes you know your worry will just be like a spidey spidey sense you're like oh wait something's going wrong i'm gonna go handle that problem how can i yeah you know that's what it does prepared for this problem to drop like i mean he was always prepared he's spider-man he's spider-man Truth, you know that's I know. That's why I use them as reference. <laughs> but, but that's what it is. Like that's your worry should be that same thing. Yes. Oh wait, something's going wrong. Um, get ready. Get tense. Yeah. Hunch down. Look around. Because you're already capable of solving the problem. You're just waiting for it to for approach. Thing. Yes. You know. Anyway, be like Spider Man. <laughs> just kidding. Fuck you, Marvel. Oh wow, jeez, aggressive. Wow, they're a bunch of wankers. Oh. I don't Disney know. owns them. Disney owns everything, didn't you know? It's the ESPN that all of you people seem to still watch. CPG. Well, it's funny because the CPG. Anyways, we don't even get into that. Like, CPG <laughs> World is owned by like six companies. Entertainment is owned by like three companies. Mainstream media is owned by like three companies. Like I'm like, there's no this like fakeness of choice is like so played out. I think that's actually just a side note. I think that's actually why people think they hate capitalism. They actually hate corporatism. Yes. And they blame it on capitalism. But it's like, if we had... True capitalism. Right. If we had had our free market society like we are supposed to, people would love capitalism. Because anyone can get into it, and competition doesn't have the right to stomp you out. Because they're in league with the government. I'm also like, whatever happened to monopolies? Like, oh, these freaking monopolies. That's what I'm saying. They're in league with the government. Like, I'm just like, "Mm, this seems a little... I'm like, what all of you really need to be hating is corporatism. Yes. Capitalism is the answer. Once people understand what corporatism is, like, yeah, that's actually I mean, as long as they're open to receiving it, but They're like, like, that's actually what I don't like. You're correct. Because that's everything that's told to us about capitalism that we think we hate. It's corporatism. And also that we do hate, like... Yes, it's one hundred percent corporate. It's, it's the it's the craziest thing. Yeah, you know. All right. Anyways, not trying to go down that that path. There, Maybe it'll but. be another podcast because <laughs> I got heads I want to stomp in right now. <laughs> That's how I feel lately. Jace.